Previously on polyamory. As you proceed further towards the base of the tower, you notice this structure, and it appears to be just chucking this smog out on one side and sucking air in on another side. It's like a probably about eight foot tall, mostly rectangular. You just start smashing the side of it, and there is just this nasty squelch. And the bit you hit goes sort of limp and then starts to sort of swell a bit. And eventually there's like a click and this whole side panel just raises up and slides back into the top like a garage door. Uh, Romara? Yeah? Your, your talkie brain, does, does it, does it talk? The fuck is that? Hey, are you alive, question mark? What are you? Environmental converter. Do you have, like, a registered user? Administrator, log on. And how's that spelled? At what point will you stop converting the environment? When all environment is completely replaced with habitable living conditions. Are we talking the whole planet, or just, like, the town? From context of your question, your entire world. Can you tell us any more information about your, uh, primary user? Primary user... Designation Illithid. Bramara wants to take the risk, if not stopped, to just stab this thing and pour poison in the wound. Just is not going to stop her. Okay. Yeah, how much poison stop. are you going to use? Uh, going to start one bottle at a time and see how long it takes to have an effect. Almost immediately you notice that the smog being pumped out stops and the air being intaken stops. The bioluminescence of the, like, Striggy bits in front of you uh, underneath the, the hatch start to dull and fade. You notice that the, the hole that you're pouring it in through, like the edges of it, have started to go hard. Oh, more team? Different hole. Mm. Uh, make another hole and stab some more in. You carve another orifice in this thing <laughs> and, and pour some poison in. Over the next few minutes, the building it's going sort of hard, and if you touch it, it starts to flake. And the the slight breeze that is now starting to just blow through the area, it's, it's starting to, like, flake off the top level of whatever this is. And behind you, the tower is starting to become more and more clear. And you can see these, like, jagged white fingers stretching up the tower. In the few minutes it takes you to head back to town, you're starting to hear very loud groaning, cracking sounds coming from the tower itself, which is now almost entirely white. Yeah. And, like, literally as you're getting to the edge of town, you hear a sound like the world's largest leg breaking. Ooh. Oh, no, no, I hate it. And the tower just comes down behind you, crack, and cracks the ground beneath it, which is all this sort of weird calcified something. Outside of all this chaos, everyone returned to shore. There is sort of a, a rumbling sound. There is a ball of glowing blue something, and inside it is a very tall creature wearing a robe that is very familiar. It has like a, a large lumpy head and just a whole mess of tentacles where its mouth would be. Oh no. You destroyed my home. Yay! We did it. You did. Dusty probably keeps punching for a minute. (laughs) Uh, It's squelchy.
good evening and welcome to Stone Monkey Radio and Curiosity Epidemics Body Armoury. I got it right this time. Woo! 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 Hooray! I know what show I'm on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you you would be far from the first presenter of a podcast to ever get which show they're on incorrect. I've done it many a time. It's great. I've nearly introduced um, Queer and Pleasant Strangers as Body Armoury several times, I'll be honest. <laughs> I do it wrong all the time. Then I don't Yay. get asked to host again. Professionals. <laughs> well... You'd solved a big mystery. You'd splattered a uh, illithid. We, that was it. We, we we defeated an illithid and got through the cat's adventure. You did. Hooray. And without one person singing about how they were Rumpelteaser and Mungo Jerry. I don't know what you mean. Those are some characters from Cats. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> I don't know so- what you mean, but for legitimate reasons. <laughs> So, as in fact, as you were leaving town, heading back up north as you were on your journey, mm-hmm. um, this little yellow sort of flap appeared in the air, not not far from where you were. A yellow flap in the air. A little yellow flap appeared in the air, probably about a, a foot or so across. Uh-huh. And as you're watching, the flap flips up, and this sort of menacing grey head comes through and it's got these two little black eyes on the side of it and this it's all white underneath and it's coming further through and you can see the gills on the side Mm. and it comes further through and there's a little pop and and a couple of uh, like fins come out on either side of it see until you said fins and gills I was imagining like a magical cat flap (laughs) (laughs) and then it comes even further and the little tail just and it's it's Seems to be a large, fluffy shark. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. so it may have been a magical cat flap. It stands up in front of you. Yeah. And uh, gives a little... <clears throat> and then another shork comes through. You realise that dressed in this shork costume is basically a very, very small tabaxi. Yeah. Oh. Like, smaller oh. than a child, but they're all dressed in these little, fluffy shork costumes. Oh. The last like one comes it. through heaving something heavy, and they all sort of, once they've sort of managed to get it through the cat flap, they present it at your feet and uh, ask you to uh, give a paw print on a, on a bit of um, parchment they're holding out for you. Do you sign for this. Are you still uh, D in tabaxi form? Can you do a paw print signature? Yeah, D didn't shift away from the tabaxi. Yeah. So, paw... Uh, so yeah, you pour you pour the thing. Uh, there's a little like sparkle of of uh, like just glitter just seems to just come out we... off of your paw as you touch the parchment. I'm realizing we probably should have read this before telling Dee to sign it. <laughs> it. It's just a receipt for what you have received. Hooray! Um, and with that, the Tabaxi dressed as Shorks, truly the most dedicated of Mitten's disciples, <laughs> depart through the sacred cat flap. And we're left alone with this thing that you have been given. What have we been given? What is it? What is it? It takes a little while to work it out. It's large and hairy. It's about sort of three foot long. I knew we should have read the receipt. This would have probably told us what it was. (laughs) On further investigation, you realise that you have been given a mostly dead giant rat. Oh. Ah. This is clearly thanks from Mittens for for the work you did. Oh, I... I thought I was being attacked. It's that wonderful moment where your cat brings you something dead and you have to go, Oh, okay. Thanks. You're right there, Becky. 
I completely missed what Nick said. Sorry. I said Nick I, said I, oh, sorry, yeah? I said I thought I personally was being attacked. <laughs> no, 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 no. This no. was a gift to the party for all your good work. Uh, can we trade it in for an equivalent cash prize? You can try. You're, st- you're still in, in Felix, though, so... I want it noted. Dustin will have done his best to convince Trixie to come along with us for the adventure. Oh, I, could, I, I couldn't possibly leave town. And, and besides, things are look, looking up around here now. Do you know where we could sell a giant rat in town? I think just about anyone would take a giant rat off. They are delicious. Uh, does anyone have, like... Is it just thaumaturgy? Let me make my voice much louder. Yes. Um, hang on, hang on, hang on. Brumara. How delicious we're talking here. <laughs> well, I mean, they're kind of a delicacy, especially you don't usually get them this colour. What? All this fresh. It? It's sort of a, a black brown sheen. To you, it looks like any other giant rat. Yeah. Brumara suspects that no one in the party is going to quite appreciate it as much as the uh, the tabaxi in this town. Yeah. Um, and is gearing up to thaumaturgy up and start a bidding war for the giant rat. <laughs> Let's be like, who's got the best offer? Doesn't have to be a cash amount. What what you gonna offer us for the giant rat? Come one, come all. If no one objects, this is gonna start. D, uh, Dusty, rather. You, you were you were hanging on. Was that just to tell how delicious it was, or if Romara wants to sell it, then oh, Dusty if, will if, find if something Dust- else to snack on. If Dusty wants to snack on it, that's okay. This was purely a it's a gift for the party. <laughs> yeah, as a party, we decide what to do with it. Do you want to eat the big rat? Do you want to eat a big rat? I mean, how tasty does it look? It looks like a tasty rat. TM, TM, TM. It looks like a tasty rat. Mmm, giant. Get eating that big rat. But you're going to have to eat it all in one go, I suspect, because I don't think we've got room in the cart for it. Could we carve off a sizable piece for Dusty? I mean, if it's a giant rat, there's more than enough to go around. Dusty, maybe have a leg and then we sell the rest of it. Leg of rat. Yeah. yeah. You're start your own rat like those ridiculously big turkey drumsticks you see people okay. walking around Disney e- with. But even bigger. This is like the size of your arm. Yeah. Mm. A real big legger rat. This is cartoon medieval British king. Alright. Well, with that done, um, Romara will thaumaturgy up and go, brilliantly fresh, unique coloration, giant rat for sale, got most of his legs still, let's get some starting bids. Uh, the cats are starting, the, the tabaxi rather, are starting to sort of mill around you, and they are showing some interest. Someone pops up and offers you, uh, like, a very nice shiny bell on a little bit of uh, red ribbon. Oh, that's very tempting. Any, 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 any better offers? What we got? What we got? Uh, someone's got a hairball for you if you take oh. that. Uh, a few are offering sort of mostly dead bugs. I mean, I'm real tempted by that that bell. <laughs> How big is this bell? Is this this is proper? It's about the size so. of Dusty's fist. Ah. A jingle, jingle, jingle. It's very tempting. Jingle, jingle, jingle. I'm not quite tempted by the bell. <laughs> Is it every time the bell jingles that Dusty's eyes are just like following it? <laughs> Dusty's just a big cat. Um, Romara's going to start sliding the uh, the very big rat in the direction of the giant bell. The bell. Uh, the, the tabaxi with the giant bell hands it over to you and immediately just pounces on the giant rat and starts digging in. And then like four other, other tabaxi are just diving on as well. And although there's sort of some infighting, like it, it basically seems like this this rat is being shared by at least four of the tabaxi at this point. Aww. Aww. Romar 
Morris now got a big bell. Got a big jingle, bell. Jingle, Someone jingle. put that on your inventory. Jingle, jingle. Or, you know, tie it to Dusty. Who knows? <laughs> oh, I'm going to t- try and tie it to Bromaro. <gasps> Do it. That way I cannot be kidnapped at any point. Because I'm here if anyone attempts to kidnap me. See, what I'm thinking is if you've still got your really cool hat on. I do still have a hat. coming out the back of the really cool hat. And just tie the the ribbon like a big bow. That so there's happen. a cool hat and a giant big bow with a bell on it around the <laughs> ponytail at the back. I'm, I mean, I'm, it's going to impact my ability to do stealth, but like, I'm never going to get lost from the party, so... Yeah, you're getting a minus two to stealth now. Oh. oh. Do I get a plus two to you adorable? You can stick it in the bag of holding if you ever need to do any Do seats. I get a plus two to adorable? Okay, you can have a plus one to charisma while you're wearing it. Okay, nice. <laughs> Negotiating with the DM. <laughs> I'll allow it if it seems if it seems like a reasonable request. I'll allow it. Right. So bidding farewell to the Tabaxi who've already forgotten who you are. I see what you did there. Uh, <laughs> so you uh, bid farewell to the Tabaxi, uh, and off on your cart <laughs> with with everybody in tow, jingling slightly as you go over bumps in the road. <laughs> oh. And you head further and further north. And it's getting quite hilly. It's very green. It's very, very green. Lots of big rolling hills, lots of up and down. The piggies are fucking exhausted. But they are enjoying the, like, down way. Because they just lift all their trotters off and just go scudding down. (laughs) 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 They love the downhill, not so much the up. Because it's a heavy cart with you all on it. Yeah, not as heavy as it would have been with a giant rat on it. Indeed. Although, maybe they'd have taken the giant rat off you as well. Who knows? They are piggies. (laughs) Eventually, you come to what looks like a a small town. Now, on the way in, you have noticed a few weary-looking travellers on the road. People were seemingly carrying everything they own with them. A couple of little families, a couple of individuals. Just sort of drifting away out of town. Um, The town itself appears to be built uh, right by a coal mine. But there's a lot of very clean-looking folk who don't look like they've been down a coal mine recently. I mean, they've got showers you can shower at the end of your shift. That's it, I bet. Yeah, that sounds like it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the town, you notice, is mostly sort of folk in, in like, clean shirts, maybe a waistcoat, some, uh, some very heavy brown trousers, some heavy boots, lots of flat caps. Oh. Oh. Uh, a few sort of... Sort of mostly single-story buildings. I'm starting to feel attacked. (laughs) It's going to get worse when I get to the accent. You notice as as you are sort of disembarking from the cart that there is uh, one person who's sort of wandering up out of the mine with a big bag of coal. And they throw it on the back of a cart, gesture uh, to the uh, to the driver, and the driver heads off, sort of north of 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 the town. And there's a few people standing around, sort of jeering this single miner. Uh-huh. Oh my god, are we oh. really doing this? Yes. <laughs> Something's okay. lost on me, clearly. <laughs> okay, we're visiting the fantasy north of England. Look, right. I want to. Becky, Becky is bracing for. Um, Comments about the north. It's not so much comments about the north. It's you are heading north. You've been heading north for weeks. Yeah, we have and, been going weeks north. And I need an excuse to get a coal mine in. Yeah. 
<laughs> also, I imagine voices are going to be a thing. Where's Fantasy Margaret Thatcher? Can we just go and deal with the problem now? Well, you'll have to get to that part of the story. It's, ex- <laughs> it's expensive to get there. <laughs> so, what do you want to do? Well, I mean, the first suggestion on the table was apparently go kill Fantasy Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> Do you want to have a look around town? Do you want to talk to anyone? Let's have a look around. Let's have a look around and see and, and see if there's any signs for aha, here is the 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 iron lady in charge. What are the what are the folks around here? Are they mostly human? Oh yeah. Dusty's going to dust himself off to try and look as unlike he's just been down a mine as possible. Probably uh, a tall order for someone made out of dirt, but Yeah. Not really his strong suit, I'd imagine. He's do you still have a, a, a tabaxi at this point? How many weird looks was tabaxi getting? None yet. You've not been considered... You, you've not really been the focus of attention yet. Ooh. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm going to use Mask of Many Faces to um, disguise myself as close to a very short human as possible. Okay. Just try and human myself up a bit. Like, oh, yes, hello. Well, if that's what Bromar is doing, uh, D will follow suit and be a human male. Human male. Okay. Uh, Duster is going to wander his way over to the jeering crowd. Will he be joining in the jeering? Or? Uh, I'm looking for Union Block up front. Who looks like the, the person in charge? The person who's jeering. Is there only one jeerer? There's many people sort of berating this person who, who got the call. Um, no one you could specify seems to be in charge. There is one that is basically the biggest of the lot. He's got his sleeves rolled up. Oh. Ooh. He's taking this serious. Mm. Is that what rolled up sleeves are? Dusty's going to walk up to that one. What's that one? Uh, new in town. You, uh, you don't seem to like coal round here. There's no point in coal. No one's buying it no more. All right. Why are you shouting at it? He's the only one who's still got a job left. Okay, I said no one. There is one mill in all that bloody city, and he points off towards what looks like a weird, dirty cloud on the horizon. Only one mill left in that city that still buys real coal. I don't know what happened to it, but no one's buying coal up there no more. Not from us, at least. This mine used to be even. We used to be a busy town. Now, we got nothing. People leaving. There's no reason to stay here. So that lad's not, wasting his time. So you're not angry about the cold, you're angry that there's not an excuse for you to also be down there getting cold. I worked in coal mines all my life. It was a thing of beauty to work down there. But no more. Something up in the city has upended everything. Have you considered learning how to code? Always in demand. <laughs> I feel like you could have helped yourself, though. <laughs> I don't think I could, but I suppose you think so well of me. Not many murder on round here, love. <laughs> nah, things aren't even going so well for the fancy folk, either. I mean, look at the state of this place. And he points around. And you notice in his sweeping gesture, looking sort of fur- a bit further into the town, there are a lot of well-dressed people that seem to be sitting on the pavements begging for money. What what were they doing in town previously? Them city folk. Oh? Came down from city. Something's happened to economy up there. Hmm. So they came here to beg? Ah, uh, some of them... Some of them probably born here, though. Not that we'd recognise them now, fancy folk. Hmm. Dee will spit when he says fancy folk at the ground. He, he nods to you and also spits. 
Romara tries to spit to, you know, fit in. Does Romara do, do the thing job. where she tries to spit and it just dribbles down her chin and then she <laughs> lean forward? Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it was an attempt at fitting in. It did not go well. <laughs> it's beautifully undignified, though. <laughs> gotcha. I mean, I feel like we should go find out what's happening in the town. It seems like whatever problem has occurred there has trickled down to here. Economics don't trickle down. Money doesn't trickle down, but this problem... Poverty has apparently trickles down po- out of the Yeah, city. trickle down poverty is a thing. You should go upstream. That. Okay, let's let's go poverty hunting. <laughs> okay, so you're just going to go for a walk around the town, or are you heading into the city? What's what's your next? I think go ahead into the city, see what's what's going on there that's cause the problem because they're not buying the coal and people there are having economic problems it feels like that's where the answer is mm-hmm. as you as you start to head out of the town on the other side you uh you are accosted by a few very well-dressed folk um like like top hats suit jackets some of them still with like walking canes and so forth but holding out their palms begging for for coin but they still have their very fancy clothes that they probably could have got some money for one would imagine who can say more important question Mm -hmm. if i look at their feet do they still have their bootstraps uh they 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 have fine leather shoes laced no less see i i want to do an insight roll because i'm wondering something i'm trying to get a feel for something very specific Mm -hmm. are these the kind of people who will be begging on the street for money but if i give them too little they're gonna really complain and be like what i can't (laughs) i can't buy caviar with this could try and roll insight i i want to get i want to get a feel for like how pretentious are these fuckers uh eight on insight that's not great you you can't tell a lot about them, but they are very fancy-looking people, only slightly dirtied by their surroundings. Um, hmm. I'm just curious why they haven't sold the fancy things. Well, I mean, if the economy's bad, maybe no one's buying the fancy things from them. Um, Bromar is going to give them five gold. Um, any like a selection, five gold, a, a gold each to a group of people, or just find one person, you get five gold. Uh, maybe to a to a if there's a group of uh, if there's a group of them together, give give the group five gold and uh, like, hey, uh, sorry to see that you seem to be having a rough time. Oh, that's jolly kind of you. Thank you for so much. I must say, we've fallen on terribly hard times. So we had to come and live down here with common folk. Common folk. The common. Indeed, yes. You've had to live with common people. It's ghastly, I'm oh, sure. No. How, oh, I'm sure, I'm sure. What <laughs> happened that brought you here? Well, there's just no work for us anymore, I'm afraid. What, 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 what was the work before? Well, we were, we were businessmen and women and all sorts, as you know, but uh, there's been a new type of businessman arriving in the city, and they are rather taken over all our positions, so... I suppose there's less need for us. It's the age of steam, you know. Oh, tell tell me more. Tell me more. What what about these new business people? Well, they're a strange lot. You know, they're all dressed the same. Always having, uh, always with their umbrellas, marching around their top hats, and they're just a strange bunch. And they all seem to just. Mostly seem to be just working for one larger company, but I've never quite identified it. Quite put us out of business, you know. Ah, could, anything you could tell us that would help us track them down? Oh, we'll just have to head into the city or spot them. They're everywhere, literally lining the streets, working in every industry. <laughs> well, probably almost every industry. 
See, oh. now, now that you, because you mentioned Modron a minute ago, like, offhandedly, I'm now, like, people all working in you, so probably not Modron, but that, that image is in my head now. I'm like, <laughs> mechanical people. Mechanical steam. people. Mechanical people. I'm imagining yeah. they're all steam-powered, and that's what all the coal's for. <gasps> probably not, but that's my early guess. I'm getting it in now. Do you have anything else you want to say to these uh, upper-class twits? <laughs> I mean, before, as we actually leave, when we're, like, driving off on the car, I want to call them, like, a bunch of... I want to say some very rude things as we, you know, drive off, but not until we're, we're you know, at a safe distance. I say, that's most uncalled for. twats. Really? Didn't you used to be disrespected like this when I had servants, you know? Anyway, who are we going to have for dinner? <laughs> as you roll off, roll off towards the big city. Who are we going to have for dinner? Good question. It is a big, old, smoky pile that you are heading towards. Just the whole city is just wreathed in steam. There are, as you get closer, you see all these old, very old buildings. Some of them, like, belching smoke out of their chimneys. There's, like, a, a just some unpleasant metallic and chemical smells just coming from these buildings. Like, lots of very tall chimneys. There's, like, a, a river that seems to be just sort of running down, and it runs sort of quite close to the road as you're getting into town, and then sort of seems to pull away a bit. It's, uh, yeah, a big, sooty, stinking city, just wreathed in fog and steam. Imagine, um... Little Inferno. Oh, Just yes. like that, sil- that, those silhouette images with the, all the, the, the grey smoke behind you. Yeah. It's, it's quite difficult to make things out. Hmm. Uh, you start to clatter over the cobbles of the city. Hmm. Uh, and as you are driving along, you do notice that there are a, a lot of people with these sort of umbrellas just tap-tapping, uh, walking in lockstep. Can we, uh, can we get a good look at them? Do they appear to be... Um, Sort of very well dressed gentlemen in their their pinstripe trousers, their their waistcoats, their jackets, their fine top hats. How, how identical are they? Are they actual different people, or is this like lots and lots of literally the same person? Um, oh no! Can I can I get advantage on that perception if I cast gust to blow away some of the smoke to get a better sure. look? Thank you. Okay, I had an idea. Yeah, you did. A perception uh, eleven. They seem very similar. I think they're all the same person. I say. Do I see any better with a 13? They seem very, very similar. <laughs> uh, That's uh, an additional very. Ooh. Let me see if I can see anything. <laughs> if you're doing group roles, you're supposed to declare it together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whoops. That's fine. You'll let us know, though, because you love us. Yeah, yeah I'm sort of similar, I guess. <laughs> so we have sort of, sort of similar, similar, and uh, very similar, and very, very similar. I think they might look quite similar. <laughs> uh, hmm. Can we try and stop and talk to one of them? Sure. So you pull the cart up, and and how are you going about this? Sort of like chasing after some ahead of you, or stopping uh, dead in front of I, some? I don't know. Does anyone in the, in the group have a suggestion? First of all, we lock the cart. <laughs> we lock the cart. <laughs> lock the cart. <laughs> And then we just stand in the path and wait for some to lockstep their asses on over, I guess? Okay, so that you're waiting for some to approach you rather than chasing some down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so you're approached by this group of four who appear to be sort of muttering between themselves. Um, and yeah, they all seem sort of very quietly engaged in some kind of conversation. 
and uh, they almost bump into you. And one of them sort of tips their hat, and there's something a bit strange about that. But then they open their mouth, and you j- they're just like... Business, 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 and then they just walk out into the road around you to get past. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Roll it back, roll it back. They are not paying any attention to you. Dusty throws a rock at the back of one of their hats. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, okay, let's have a dexterity for a projectile. 21! Okay, you Ooh. wind up and you throw your uh, rock at the back of this uh, thing's head. And there is a very loud clang and the hat is dented, but it does not fall off. A metallic clang, perhaps. A big metallic clang. <gasps> Are they Modron? <laughs> oh. Oh, heck. You, that guy, should have learned to code. That guy should have learned to code. <laughs> oh. Portentious. Oh. Hmm. Does it react in any way to have just been assaulted? Nope. Uh, Bromara? Yeah? Can you do your brain talking? I can try. Okay. Uh, Awakened mind. I can communicate telepathically with any creature I can see within 30 feet. I don't need to share a language with it, but the creature must be able to understand at least one language. I attempt to telepathically communicate with one of these people, Modron, these business people as they walk past. Okay. I want you to imagine that you've taken a Spectrum cassette. Oh, God. And just turned the hi-fi up to 11. Yeah. And hit play. And it's just like... I have no idea what you're saying. uh, Um, Imagine, like, the old 90s dial-up tone for... Got it. Internet. Yeah. I've plugged myself into a couple of very loud, very screechy dial-up modems. Yeah, you're basically doing the handshake procedure at the moment. (laughs) Uh, Okay, okay, they're Modron, they're Modron, they're Modron. Uh, I hacked into the the Matrix and I don't like it. I mean, that's the thing. Do we know what Modron are? Are we we likely to... I mean, you're all saying Modron. I haven't said a damn word. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think they're actually Modron. Probably not Modron. Can we try and do some kind of role to find out what these are? Uh, sure. We latched onto it because they're metal people and you said Modron at one I point. I had said Modron, yes. <laughs> well, that's what I thought of when we said Cody. Oh, you, you make a good point. But now, it's like, oh yeah, Modron! They're in our head. Modron are in your head. Oh, oh. What would you roll? Oh no. What? Now I'm worried it's Cyberman. Oh no. What if they're Dalek? No. Yes. No? No, Daleks don't assimilate. Gotcha. Jane is assimilate. looking up. <laughs> Oh, I was just thinking that I've got a ring modulator plug-in for uh, Audacity. So I could do a classic Cyberman voice. <laughs> what do we need to roll to try and be like, what the fuck are these things? I guess that would be... Um, I'm going to say nature. Nature? Because okay. you are trying to work out the nature of the thing, even if it is not natural. Twelve. Six. Oh. Uh. Save us, D. <laughs> 17. Hooray! Uh, you get the impression this is some kind of mechanical life form. Well, do it we know? react to being attacked. Yeah. Perhaps mm. it didn't see it as much of an attack. Oh, no. Mm. Mm. Can we... D wants to try and talk to another one. Well, some more will come up behind you. Okay. 
Business, 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 business. No business. Uh, there's like a, a moment where the head just sort of twitches to one side. Uh-huh. And their eyes seem to darken. And they look at the other one next to them. And they chatter like really, really quickly in, in language you can't make out at all. And then they look up at you and go, business, business, business. And they just shoulder barge you out the way and uh. keep going. Oh. All right. Uh, Duster is going to use Mold Earth to try and get all up in their shit. <laughs> Nothing mechanical ever enjoyed having grit and dirt in it. Probably not. Whichever one laid hands on D is about to find itself in desperate need of an oiling. Ooh, kinky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you dirty, dirty business man. <laughs> I mean, that's what I hear about businessmen, yeah. <laughs> What what do I roll to ruin something mechanical? Uh, you're using what? Your your dirt? I'm using my dirt. Uh, do you not have some kind of special dirt attack roll thingy? It feels like we should work. Cantrip. I mean, this feels like a strength thing because I'm just trying to crunch something all up and make it day bad. Or is it? Yeah, that's... I feel like that because you did the same thing with the um the uh, animated armor. So yeah, I I think that would probably do twenty two. Nice. Okay, so you, like, force yourself all up inside this thing and just, like, use your strength to just hold yourself in a solid position and you can feel, like, gears trying to move, wheels trying to turn, and it just isn't happening. And after a few moments, it just seizes and stops moving. And the light seems to drain from this thing's eyes. But the one next to it is looking at you, and you can hear a sort of... Not hear exactly, but some something is making your skin tingle. And and you get the impression it's, it's sound-based, but beyond your hearing. Oh, hmm. that's unpleasant. Yes, it's disquieting, but it doesn't hurt. Mm. Can I stop this thing being mad by making myself look like one of the 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 marching people and just stand in the destroyed one's place? Be like, yeah, it's, everything's fine. Off we we go to march. Yes. Did you say that? Uh I will transform and then go. Ah, yes, everything is fine. Time to business, business, business. It turns to you and looks at you like business, 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 business. It looks at you like a cat that you've just meowed at. <laughs> <laughs> like, you've, you've said our word, but you do not clearly un- understand our language. It's a business, business, business. Um, it raises its umbrella at you like it's like a sword. Oh no, I have angered it. <laughs> and you notice that there's a few others approaching. Okay. Um, they all seem crazy? to have bright red eyes now. Uh-oh. I turn my eyes red. <laughs> business. Business, business, business. Roll initiative. Uh-huh. Yeah, never try and speak a language by guessing at these sound patterns. 11. 22. 11. So the line is uh, Dusty, uh, all of the business people, uh, then Bramara, then D. This will be fun. Hooray. Probably, if you don't all die. Hey, I love not dying. So right now, there are four of these things, which is cool, because the encounter calculator said you could manage two. Right, uh, Dusty? Me? What are you doing? There is an angry, metallic person with bright red eyes pointing a, a very pointy-looking umbrella at you or uh, your girlfriend. Uh, Dusty is immediately going to flip into a rage. They've already disrespected D. They are not about to start pointing things at Bromara as well. 
And he is going to go straight for a two-handed swing with his warmer. Does a 23 hit? Funny enough, it does. Who would have thunk? Dusty will thunk. Nailed it. 12. Right, then we have the businessman. That's an 18 for Dusty. Uh, That matches. That's a hit. And a 19. Well, that's definitely a hit. So that's six and four, ten total. Uh, right, next one is going to take a swing at Bromara. Me? Oh, no. That's and a not... 23? Uh, the 23 will hit. Five damage. Oh, no. Next one is going to take a swing at Dusty as well. 20, 11. 20 hits. Nine damage. No. Okay. You sound so sad. Is that two or three? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, that was three, wasn't it? Okay, so last one. Also on Dusty, 13 out of 21. 21 hits. That's nine damage. Okay, Bramara. I'm going to pick one of these and start casting Witch Bolt. Uh, tell me about Witch Bolt. Uh, big, big, big electric zappy fingers. It's electric. Yeah. a beam Actually of cr- electric. Uh, a beam of crackling blue energy lances out towards the creature, forming a sustained arc of lightning. So it is It is electric. Okay. It is. It is actual lightning. Oh, nine. Doubt that's going to hit. That is not going to hit. I didn't think so. I'll try next. Try next turn. D. D is going to back up the Dusty Boy. Yeah. Um, All right. Time for the whipping to occur. 17. Ooh, lush. Uh, That, uh, yeah, that hits. Huzzah. Five. Uh, which one are you attacking? The one that Dusty's already damaged, or...? Yeah. Uh, so that one is not looking super healthy. Uh, like, half its face has come off, and you can see just all these gears and uh, sort of turning cogs and things just inside. It is a strange clockwork creation. Like the Terminator. It, yeah, but more like that episode of Doctor Who with the Renaissance clockwork robots. Gotcha. The girl in the fireplace? Isn't that the one? She says she's no good at media. <laughs> I'm normally not. That one's just in there. Dusty, we're back to you. Back to me. Back to you, lad. Um, Dusty is still in a freaking mood. Um, instead of the one that looks like it's about to fall in bits anyway, uh-huh. he is going to use his attack and his extra attack to warhammer it all up in this bitch. Fifteen and crit. Damn, uh, the crit hits. Crit hits. The crit hits. It's critical. Well, McJinkies. <laughs> Thirty damage. Wowzers, well, McJinkies. So you basically just like golf swing up into this thing's chest, and its torso goes flying down the street and just skids across the cobbles, leaving little sparks. And its legs just sort of, like, do that little, um, that sort of confused drunk walk <laughs> for a couple of seconds and then just fall over. That's a dusty boy. That's a dusty, dusty boy. Okay, so the uh, damaged one is going to take a swing at Dusty. 13 and 7. Does not hurt. Uh, the next one is in pieces. Uh, the one after that is also going to swing at Dusty. 14, 11. Nope. And the last one will swing at Dangerous Dusty. That's a 22. That hits. Four damage. Okay. As a reaction, Dusty's going to use Bite and Rebuke. 1d4 plus strength. So five. And give me a wisdom save. Crit. You are not frightened. (laughs) 
robot just not fighting. Down a few more gears than and did you say one. you bit this thing? Yeah, just it's just as well you're you, because like you you feel like something is now a bit loose in your face, but you're made of dirt, so it sorts itself out. <laughs> yeah, it's just gonna try and tear a few of the gears out of the open face meats. <laughs> okay, uh, Bromara. Let's try that lightning again. Go lightning fingers. Go ten. It doesn't do a damn thing. <laughs> oh do 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 I'm getting so. For weeks now, every combat I've just had like three, four, five. Even a plus six modifier ain't enough to fix it. What is going on? I have a plus six modifier. I should be hitting fifty percent of the time. You should. Yeah. I don't remember the last time my lightning fingers connected with anything. Oh. Oh. I'm trying my, my sparks. I just Bromar has just lost lost that confidence. She's lost her spark. Oh no. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> next person's turn. Uh, D. Yes. What do? So you got one that's looking very badly damaged, yeah. one that's looking just fine, and one that's just a little bit damaged. Uh, D's going to go for the most badly damaged one. Uh, okay. How do I lose it every time? 14. That's a miss. Oh, we're pa. Back to Dusty. Uh, Duster is going to continue thrashing around with angry abandon while... I'd like to imagine that he kind of looks like he's got a grill now, because he remembered to bite down, but he didn't remember to unclench afterwards. <laughs> so you look like you're going to blow up and act like you don't know nobody? Ten and a nineteen. Uh, the nineteen hits? Thirteen. Okay, and that's the one that you were biting, yeah? Yeah, this is on the slightly knackered looking one. Y- yeah, you've basically ripped its arm off now. You-, you pulled away with your teeth and you've ripped its arm off. It's, l- it's and-, and you've taken like a good amount of shoulder and chest with it. Yeah, it- this one's not looking healthy. It's got sparky bits. When it speaks, it's like... <laughs> that only pisses um, him off more. I can imagine... Uh, so the uh, the first one you started attacking is going to go for Bromara again. Oh, me. That's 22. That's going to hit. Five damage. Uh, yeah. And a 16. Uh, that'll hit. Six damage. How's okay. your health? Oh, still pretty good. Okay, cool. I've only been hit like three times and they weren't particularly bad hits. Mmm, bloody fucking bloody. I see how it is now. <laughs> okay, I'm very squishy, but thankfully I've not been the result of too many of the hits yet. I'm uh, okay. The undamaged one will take a swing at Dusty. 18. That matches. 14 is not going to, so one hit. That's an 11. Okie dokie. Is it starting to tickle yet? It, it is just about tickling, yeah. <laughs> Not quite blooded, but getting there. And Duster is going to bite that bitch right back. No, not a d20. Stop it. Five chewing damage. Five munching damage. And give me wisdom against 16. Three. That's a fail. A frightened condition. Unfortunately, it is immune to being frightened. Unusual for a, a constructed creature. I'm sure you'll agree. I am shooketh. Although that could just be the tingling from the mouthful of wires. <laughs> yeah. You haven't got any fillings, have you, Dusty? They're not, like, biting down on all that metal. Uh, it, it doesn't seem like the fillings kind of boy. He's mostly made out of dirt. He'll just... I imagine you just push some of the dirt around. Yeah, just wedge a rock up in there if it gets a bit thin. Okay, uh, so the last one is going to take a swing at Dusty as well. This is the one that's missing chunks. A ten? Nope. And an eight? Nope. 
Back to Bermara. Oh, one more attempt at Zappy Fingers. I'm gonna I try believe in it. You. I'm gonna go for it. Go for the healthy looking one. I'm gonna go for it. Fifteen. Does fifteen hit? No. Oh. oh that, that, I finally got a roll that was okay-ish. Well, okay-ish. Okay. My turn's done. Oh. <laughs> Dear Alaska, what have you got for us? Um, guidance does not count for uh, accuracy or attack rolls, does it? Yeah, you can do that. Okay. But it is an action. Yes. Uh, yeah, it is an action, so. Well, D's not super accurate either, and will decide to impart guidance onto Bromara. <gasps> oh, shit. What did I do? Uh, add a D4 to the thing. <gasps> you got to let me hit with a spell. Please. <laughs> Thank you. Sparky fingers um, seem like they're maybe helpful here. Although Dusty has it well in hand so far. Seems like. Uh, Dusty, like back to you. Right, so Dusty is probably gotten over the flare of temper now. Mm-hmm. He's going to cool down out of his rage. And I'm going to let you paint this one, Laura, because he's going to use the help action instead of having an actual turn. He's going to try and make it so that the business, business, business stands still and lets you zap them. Business, business, business. Oh. So is that you, like, just ending your turn there, or...? Yep, the help action imparts advantage, mechanically. Okay. Oh, I, oh get a, I get advantage and a plus a d4. Oh, shit. Damn. Oh, everyone's helping. Every, everything. Oh, yay. you just watch me fuck this up and not hit it somehow <laughs> still. No. This I is hope what you're ready. is all about. <laughs> You've put all your faith in me and it's going to go so wrong. This is what polyamory is all about. A queer thruple just pulling all together behind the one who's been having a bit of a bad time. I just, I just want a lightning fingers them. I love it. It's the strength Zap, of a polyamory. Yay. <laughs> okay, so we're back to the, the business, business, business persons. Uh, first one is going to take a swing at uh, Brilmara. Ten. That misses. And an eleven. That misses. Uh, next one's swinging at Dusty. Twenty-four. Hits. And a thirteen. Don't hit. Five damage. Oh, okay. Oh, bless them. Uh, second, uh, third one, sorry, uh, on Dusty again. That's twelve. And four. Crit fail. Boo. Brilmara. Is it time? The the team are behind you. It's the Yu-Gi-Oh champions. <laughs> okay, so let's do the the regular roll without the 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 plus I get on it first, and we get um. You so see, got advantage, advantage on this roll, yeah. Yeah, so advantage on this roll. Mm-hmm. Uh, sixteen on the first roll and twenty-two on the second. The twenty-two hits. Yeah, I'm gonna add on that that D four of me. You have to do that yeah. before you roll. What? Oh, oh! I, I, I just mechanically didn't know how to make it do both the, that plus D four at the same time. I do you want to do that then? I'll let you do it. If that's okay, I had intended to do both just because I want to do the thing. Okay. Um, plus the D four adds <gasps> another four, so that's twenty twenty six. Does twenty six hit? Do I get to start doing damage to yes, them? Yes, you get to start doing damage to. <gasps> Yay! So I shoot my lightning at them, and that does uh, four damage. Is that in any way increased by the fact that they're robots? Funnily enough, it is. And funnily enough, it starts arcing between them. <gasps> I, I knew that lightning was the right move. <laughs> I just had to hit once. So it bounces between the three of them back and forth as you're just unlimited powering at them. <gasps> 
and like the the top blows off of one of their top hats, oh. just like like a little chimney of its own, just poof, and then it just on the floor. Uh, another one, its eyes just like pop out on springs and just fall down. Uh, and that one's just fizzing. And the last one's like business, 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 and and walking into a wall just repeatedly, just ka-ching, ka-ching, uh, business, business. Bramara's gonna look to Dee and Dusty and just go, "Thank you." It's really cool to do lightning. Thank you. And it's at this point you notice that that sort of high pitch squeal noise has stopped. I did it. But there are others approaching. Can they're, we... they're a little ways off, but... Can we hide those bodies so that we don't alert suspicion? There's many an alleyway around. Or maybe put them in the back of the cart. They or might be useful in, later. In the cart, yeah. Ooh. Make a disguise out of them. Yep. Yeah, let's 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 have some let's have some robots in the cart. Okay. Uh let's have some strength rolls for everyone. Nine. Really dusty. He's just had half of his health points clattered out of him. Fifteen. <laughs> really, Bromara? Yeah, I'm I'm on a high of having had electric hands. I got to be electric. I feel confident. Okay, in, these, these these creatures are heavier than they look. Um, With a fifteen, can I carry one? You can carry one. Yay! But I mean, between you, you get like three in the cart before things are starting to get like very close to you. We should go. Go, go, go! Yeah. And with that, you clatter off across the cobbles, clattering. Yeah. Can we head in the general direction that they seem to be marching? See if that leads us somewhere. Okay. You you're heading up the street, and it it's all very samey and grey. And there's, there's not really any colour or life here until you come to like some kind of watermill, and there's a, a a commotion outside. You notice that the uh you would guess the mill owner maybe or the boss there is shouting down some official looking type. He's got that sort of robes that suggest he's some kind of local bureaucrat, uh, who is being flanked by two of the uh, business businessmen. And there, there is a small crowd, and this is the first time you've noticed a crowd of people who aren't business businessmen. Hmm. And they all seem to be clamouring about something. Hmm. Can we hear what the argument is? Okay. Uh, so you staying on the cart or getting down? or? I think, unless he has to get up, Dusty's just had ten bells of shit knocked out of him, so he's probably just doing a bit of a lean. <laughs> just having a lean. I'm fine, I'm fine. I'm just having a lean. A lean? Fine, yeah, just, fine. just need something to lean on. Be fine. I need to remember which character I'm playing because I was going to be like, "Ooh, I can sneak down there," but D has a minus one stealth. Is stealth not part of charisma? No, uh, it's part of dexterity. No. Uh, and also, I've got a two in that. Also, D's got big clanky chainmail. I've got a six in stealth when I'm not wearing a bell. Maybe Jingle, put the bell Jingle, away. Jingle. <laughs> okay, I'll put the bell away. I mean, if you want to sneak, you can take the bell okay, off. Okay, I'll take the bell off. Jingle, jingle. <laughs> Just one little jingle before you put it away. Yeah, jingle, I'll jingle. I'll come back for you, Belle. <laughs> she's born there, she's going to be like, jingle, jingle. Right, <laughs> 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 so we're doing, we're doing stealth rolls, are we? Is that what's happening? Okay, so you're trying to blend into the crowd. You've parked up trying to blend into the crowd uh, and trying to get sort of towards the front where yeah. all the, the action seems to be happening. Uh, 11. It's about average. Any, anyone else sneaking or is it just you? A plus six. That plus six bonus ain't getting me very far today. It's really not. Plus six is great. It should be. Yeah, just is going to do that brief inertia thing where someone doesn't want to move, but they do anyway. 
And I botched my stealth. Oh, no. You trip on a cobble. He stares down. And take one damage. He stares down. (laughs) Anyone else, I'd say you had a a bloody nose at this point, but you've just got like a kind of a dent. You can buff it out. I'm sure it'll be fine. Uh, So the mill owner, who you can tell because he's not wearing a top hat, he's got a flat cap on and his sleeves are rolled up. Clearly, this is a man who works for a living, as opposed to everyone else in this fucking city. I like him. So now I've got my ear to the ground, yep. and I hear what the argument is. I just wanted to say ear to the ground because I fell on the floor. Hey, now I have to work out how far I can push this accent without upsetting Becky. <laughs> <laughs> I knew this was going to be a problem. <laughs> I've avoided saying to. Oh, you've done at least two. I know. I I did the emphasized not to. Uh, I think I was aiming for the emphasized you, not you, to. You real skirted the line. That's the power of the emphasized not to. You think it's there so much so that Southern folk are convinced it's there. Coit, is that a northern thing? Uh the big coit. Yeah. yeah. Coit. Yeah. The big coit. Which is not apparently one of those little rubber rings that you throw in primary school. <laughs> you can't do this. This is our livelihood, this. Listen, I'm sure it's all very important that you have your little business here, but you really do need to get with the times. Join the rest of us here, you know? We've run this mill the same way for centuries. My father, my father before him, my father's father's father... Run this mill. We have always run it the same way. We have always bought the coal in from town. And we have always used this river to make our steam. We don't buy it from you lot. Listen, I'm sure you think it's very important to go by the old ways. But Lankingham is a modern city and I'm sure you understand. Right, so which uh, which water bottling corporation is this one going to be a parody of? Well, this sounds like an energy thing. Is this just unfolding in front of us? Okay. Did they mention a name of who this person was? Which person? Uh, the fancy business person. They they look like some kind of city official. Okay. So the if name you had to guess. Has not been mentioned. No. Hmm. How fancy could I make myself look if I needed to? Get the bell back on. <gasps> it's a fancy bell. It's a fancy bell. Okay, I have a plan. You are still wearing a galaxy snapback. Yeah, but a fancy one. Mm-hmm. I, I have a vague plan here. Which is to put the bell on so I raise my charisma and get all fancy. Mm-hmm. Um, fancy up my outfit as best I can with a bit of a uh, mask of many faces. Gotcha. Um, maybe make myself look a little, a little business-ish. Okay. Um, I want to I sort of go through the crowd and try and make my way to this official looking person and go, Hello, hello, sorry to interrupt whatever this is. Um, I'm new in town and I was looking to make an investment in your wonderful, wonderful business. I, I assume you are the person I should be talking to about the future business direction of this city. So you're talking to the, the city official? Uh, uh, yes. The, the mill owner? Uh, yeah, the, the city official who looks fancy. I'm trying to, trying to be like, oh yes, I'm here, I'm here on your, bi- oh yes. Business deals we must make. Business, business, business. He looks you up and down in, in a way that you're not entirely happy with. But ultimately decides that perhaps you are fancy enough. Well, if you'd like to come by my office sometime, I'm sure we could arrange something. You see, Mr. Boscombe, some people can be very reasonable. Now we have amazing rates on steam, and it is the thing that keeps this entire city moving, you know. Oh, wonderful. Can we, can we schedule an appointment for a meeting? Oh, that would be wonderful. 
and he gives a couple of clicks and one of the, the businessmen comes up. Business, 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 business. It holds up a briefcase, uh, opens, uh, and, uh, no, can I pencil you in for, um, how about next Tuesday, about three o'clock? Will that be good for you? Oh, uh, unfortunately, I'm only going to be in town for a couple of days. Is there anything you can wedge me in in the more uh, immediate future? I have other business arrangements I need to look at, and it would be a real shame if I had to just completely glass uh, mm. glance you by. Well, it will be somewhat difficult, I'm afraid. Oh, Boscom, I suppose I won't need to bother with you much longer, so I'll just cross you out. Now, now, hang on. That was a, that was to conclude our business with regards to the river. I think our business is concluded on that. Oh, wouldn't you agree? Now, madam, I suppose I've got a few minutes now if you'd like to discuss things. Oh, God, God, I wasn't prepared for this this soon. Um, Listen, you can't do this. This river is the lifeblood of this city. You can't just cut it off from us. And what about the what about the town? It runs down into the town. Those people need water to live. Listen, Boscom, uh, the water is a property of the city, as it does run through here, and we do have right to use it anywhere we see fit. This is just a deliberate attempt to try and shut down my business. I'm sure you feel terribly persecuted, but listen, the adults really must chat now. I will see you later, Boscombe, perhaps as you're being evicted. Ta-ta! And uh, he sort of ushers you away. Uh, at which point I'm going to use Awakened Mind to contact the other two in our group and just go, I'm going to keep this one busy. You find out what the deal with the rest of them is. Okay. The party has been split. Uh, oh, I'll dear. try and get back as soon as possible, but I, I feel like he's going to open up more if he thinks that there's someone that's, oh yes, on his side. Not everyone's being so terribly combative. Okay. Uh, so, just disgusting. De-cobblestone himself and head over to, is it Boscombe? Boscombe. Gonna head over to Boscombe. Head over to Boscombe. Boscombe is the name of a place that exists. It is. Uh, Boscombe looks very sad. You alright there? I can't say that I am, lad. Oh. Have you it tried punching like... stuff? Oh, that was my father's way. That's what got him in trouble in the first place. Oh. Still, without that river, I fear all my staff, and indeed everyone in town, gonna find themselves in... All right, Pickle. How are they going to block off the river? I don't rightly understand their methods. I suspect they'll probably just send it straight underground. Fine if you happen to be a, a cave-dwelling sort, but not really for us. So, uh, you run all this mill and all the stuff that turns around in it. Lots of gears and that, yeah? Aye, that's right. So, uh, you're pretty good with your engineering. Aye, my, my father taught me everything I know. Do you want to take a wander over to Arkart with us? And Dusty's going to start leading the way over? Sure. And he will head over with you. Woo. So Dusty is going to wait until no one looks to be looking and pull whatever little tap we've thrown over the smashed up ones. So, uh, oh, you can do with that then. They're rather hard to smash in bits. I mean, these ones are just for, for business. They're not really designed for fighting. Not like uh, not like the others. But, um, yeah, it seems like you've done a fair number on this lot. I'm surprised you survived, I'll be honest. Do not taste great. Would not recommend it. Well, if they're not designed for combat, why would you be surprised that we survived? I mean, even without being designed for combat, they are very strong indeed. 
Well, can you do outward insides of a couple? I mean, I suppose I could recycle them and add them to my own designs. You know, we could always use a few spare parts or, you know, melt them down for, for the next batch. Hmm. Although I say that, without River, I don't think we'll be doing much at all. I am possibly the last person in this entire city that still gets coal from town. They did mention that. But uh, without any water, can't generate a lot of steam, I'll be honest. What do they want? They want to sell us their own steam, rather than letting us create our own. I believe we were the last business in all of the city that uh, still made our own steam. It's all changed in the last couple of years, you see. It used to be everyone got their own steam or, or you know, got some spare off, off their neighbours. There was a right community, but now, ever since that new mayor came, set himself up, he's been holding a monopoly on it. Business after business has been falling. Some of the fancy folk that used to be here have ended up homeless, poverty-stricken, down, escaping out of the city because the businessmen really don't like any poor folk on the street. Hmm. You see a mayor. Tell me about him. Turned up a few years ago, just about the same time the old mayor died, and uh, rose to power very suddenly. Seemed to be very accepted. Lots of people very interested in newer, cheaper steam. That uh, people weren't shelling out for coal, but slowly the prices got higher and higher and more people being pushed out of the city. We were one of the last bastions still willing to hang in there. But I must say I'm spending my grandfather's last few pennies at this point. Maybe I'm not totally understanding. Why are they trying to produce, uh, push everybody out of producing their own steam? They seem to be very keen that they're buy- we're buying their steam. I guess they want all the money to roll up in their direction. Hmm. We at least kept all the local industries turning. <sighs> now it all goes to that mayor. Oh, that tracks. What about you rich folk? As I say, I'm spending my, last, my grandfather's last few pennies. Not many rich folk left. It's just those business fellas. A few industries still working. I guess they need some humans left to, to do the actual ordering about and, and so forth. But even they seem to be disappearing one by one. Hmm. Have you considered running for mayor? I'm a simple man. I know my business. I've done my business. I've been trained to do my job very, very well. I am not some oity-toity bureaucrat type for making laws for other people. You'll notice that that's not gone well for anyone up to press. Maybe not you, then. Anybody still left in town who's not as much of a fan of the new mayor? I mean, if you want to go back to town, aye, there's probably a few folk. The old uh, mine manager used to keep everyone safe. Pretty shrewd businessman, I'd say. Dusty has the smile of a man with a clear conscience that if he rips one person's head off, it won't all fall to shit because there's someone else in spare. <laughs> There is that. So have you got anything else you want to say to Mr. Boscombe? Or inquire? Nah, Dusty's happy to just offload the dead bodies on him, and since apparently there is no great insight as to how to break them... Uh, he sends a few lads out to uh, to carry the bodies in. D will pat Boskin on the back. We'll, uh, we'll do something. Can't promise that it'll be good. <laughs> yeah. We should get I that think... on T-shirts. <laughs> I just feel I like I should be just... realistic. I think that's fair for this party. I don't think you could do much worse than what's being done round here already. Oh, don't say that. We felt well, any help is greatly appreciated. Okay, just okay. as we start skipping in the direction Brilmara went. Brilmara is nowhere to be seen. 
Pramara, you have been sort of squirreled away into a, a carriage. Yeah. And heading way up the hill. It's fine. Flattering over the cobbles. If they need to find me, just listen real careful for the sound of the bell. <laughs> <laughs> as you as you clack over the, the cobbles, it's just jingle, 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 jingle. And you can see the, the official, like, starting to rub their temple a bit as you're getting towards <laughs> the end of the journey. Uh, but eventually, you the the cart does stop, and and uh, one of the business businessmen opens the door for you. That's a little a little step out, so that you can step down. Wonderful, thank you, thank you. And you are led into a tall, stark stone building, <laughs> um, with sort of frosted windows, or maybe they're just smoggy. Who knows? <laughs> you notice, like across the street, there is this large piston. You're not quite sure what it's driving or what it's attached to, but just mm. in the street, there is this huge piston thing that's just constantly rotating. Ah, mm. oh, I want to make a, I want to make a confidence play here. I want to try and sell myself as a, as a legit business person. Um, as we're sort of getting out of the carriage, and presumably I'm going with the, uh, with the mayor into this building. Um, is there someone that I can attempt to very fancifully, uh, as if it's nothing, um, tip one platinum to? Uh, I mean, the, the, one of the business businessmen yeah. appeared to be doing the driving. I, I will hand one of the business businessmen a uh, platinum and go, treat yourself to something nice. Business, business, business. Mm. And there's like a... <laughs> and just out of its mouth comes this little receipt, which it tears off and hands to you. <laughs> I take the receipt and look at it quizzically. But my hope is that by doing this, at the very least, I've gone, ah, I've got money to burn. I'm a serious investor here. Uh, roll perception? Perception. Um, 17. The the official definitely noticed that that was a platinum coin. Okay, so this was definitely noticed as a, oh yes, I've, I've just got money to throw around. A platinum, no less. Power yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, let's be fair, we do have money to throw around. Even if it is just to go, oh yes, I am a serious person. And I'm definitely not here to scam you or steal secrets. <laughs> okay. okay, so you are shown into this building and in down a, a long, very boring corridor into a very nondescript room. There is a a large wooden desk. Hmm. It's slightly too big for the room. There is a, uh, a a large wingback chair on the other side of it. One of those little green uh, lamps. Uh, it's got the blotting pad on the desk, uh, the pen sitting at the end there, and a chair that is slightly too small for a normal human-sized person. But you're a, a Duragar, so... This is good for me. It's, it's actually pretty comfortable for you. Hell yeah. But you, you can't actually see over the lip of the desk. Can I stand on the chair so I can see over the lip of the desk? If, if you would like to, yes. Yay. <laughs> Now, how can I help you, madam? Is there any? Would you would you like a tea or coffee oh, or something? I'm 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 all right. I'm all right. I had one on the way in. Um, so yes. Uh, I, well, I'll be I'll be I'll 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 tell you how I ended up here. I was I was heading into the little village nearby. Initially, the plan had been I'd heard about the uh, the coal industry and the steam industry, and I thought, yeah, you know, let's see if that's worth investing in. And I got there, and it became very clear that it was a dying, dying town, and that this was the place to be if I wanted to be investing in an industry that was growing and expanding, and that had a profitable future in it. Well, indeed, at all times, there is one business that is always thriving, especially in these parts of the world. I mean, just about everyone in this city now, we have a wonderful privileged few. We're still very much in the business of producing Warforged, but 
mostly we do uh, just we like to keep it all down to the automata to do all the actual work. Oh, presume. I imagine, I imagine. So yes, tell me a little more about how you came to to be here. It's it seems like you've really nailed the the market. I I just I would love to know how you got here to this well, point. Well, <laughs> well, you see, the mayor came in a few years ago and did something simply wonderful for us and centralised the entire steam market. And before that, we had a very dirty industrial city. There was always coal dust in the air, always people, you know, just sooty, grubby types. And it was, was, I'll be honest, it was a little bit difficult to breathe some mornings. I used to get terrible fogs. This, at least, is just just low-level steam and occasional... uh, Occasional chemical fog it just does Ooh. roll in just a little bit, but it's certainly not as bad as it used to. Still, when one is in the business of uh, of war, that is something that you have to deal with. Uh, oh. One gets their hands a little dirty, but leaves all the real dirt to someone else. Oh, indeed, indeed. Also, I've just realised this has been terribly impolite. I've not asked your name. Ah, delighted. I'm Mr. Runnymede, and you? Runnymede. Yes. Uh, I'm I'm, uh, Lady Lady Brumara of... uh, What's the place where we had the the manor? Didn't have a name. Uh, And I never thought I'd need to name it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Lady Brumara of that plus manor. Of that plus manor. Oh, I see. Wasn't that uh, uh, young Miss Crokes? uh... Oh, it was. It was at one point, but... uh... Hostile takeover, was it? Well, you, you know how it is sometimes. You see something you want, you find a way to get it. Oh, I think you'll fit in just wonderfully in oh. this town. Can I offer you a tea or coffee? No, no, I'm good, I'm good. I, I, I'll i have one of my people prepare one for me later. But I, I did have uh, I did have a, a, a just a minor concern I wanted to run past, because obviously, yeah. as wonderful as your business is currently doing, and it seems like a wonderful investment opportunity... Um, I couldn't help but notice the ruffians you were having that altercation with. And while I'm sure you have plans in place to deal with them, I must know what 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 plans do you have to deal with them, and what 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 stumbling blocks do you see them creating, or do you having to overcome? Because they are my current only concern in investing. Is what are you doing about them? Well, madam, let me absolutely assure you that that has all been dealt with most satisfactorily. Oh, I need specifics. I need to know what the, I need to know. You've got a plan so that I can be confident in investing. They've been rather holding out the last few years, unwilling to join our fabulous new and incredibly clean steam network. Instead, they have chosen to use the old ways to continue to use coal. And while they still had access to the river, of course, that meant they could still go about their business, but uh, we're having the river redistributed in such a way that it won't run past their little mill anymore, and they certainly won't have a business anymore without one. Oh, <laughs> well, goodness. And, and is there any anything else that you have on the horizon that needs dealing with before the business is sort of stable and, predict- and everything is sorted? Oh, they'll wear themselves out. If anything, it's quite amusing to watch them. I mean, we don't get close enough to the war itself, but it is quite nice to see a few people torn apart now and again, don't you find? Oh, indeed, indeed. 
So is, is there any? Is, is it just? Yeah, well, I, I I know that this has all been automated at this point. How many of you are there left that are you know overseeing the automation? Oh, there are twelve uh, business leaders uh, in the city still, and I think I think you'll find that we're. Doing a fine job with the finest quality of people. Oh, I'm Can sure. I get you a tea or coffee? Oh, I'm all right. I'm all right. It's all good. Uh, hmm. I'm trying to work out what other information I can get out of this person. Because right now I feel like... Okay, the river's going to be redi- uh, uh, redirected away. And that's something to actively stop. There's only like 12 actual humans. That doesn't seem like an insurmountable amount to... It's a big city. They have a lot of yeah. forged, apparently. They have a lot of Warforged, but equally it's like, there is a very limited number of actual humans that we would have to deal with to be like, and with, and it's fine. Um, like, I can't imagine there's many actual humans in this building, for example, if we were to later storm this building. Oh, I don't um, see why we don't just start smashing heads now. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you, you have poison resistance, don't you? I do. Good to know. Oh, God. Yeah, is this about the, the teas and coffees I keep being offered? Because I'm pretty sure they're poisoned. By the third offer, I was like, I'm pretty sure this is poison. Though I am resistant to poison, so maybe I should just drink it anyway and find out. No. What you need to do no. is do a cheers where the cups splash into each other. An aggressive oh. cheers. Interesting. Cheers yes. aggressively. Okay, you you know what? I like that idea. You know what? You know what? I will take you up on that. I'll have a lovely... Uh, just a black coffee would be lovely. A black coffee. And he does the, the double click to one of the business businessmen. He looks around and he, he just gives them a bit of a look and they nod and leave. And a few moments later, uh, they return with two very fine china cups uh, with, uh, with, with two black coffees. Oh, a, a toast to our, uh, our, our budgeting business relationship. Indeed. And It'd I, be charming to have and you. And I hands. attempt to just slightly splash one into the other. Yep, there's a... Oh. Oh dear, let me just get a napkin. <laughs> and they, they just sort of wipe the bottom of each cup. Yeah, no no signs of distress at the fact that some of mine has gone in some of theirs, no. <laughs> and, and Pinky. Obviously. Oh, of course, Pinky. Uh, it's very fine china. Yes, yes. Um, oh, I do have one last question before we finish up, I suppose. Just I'm just trying to understand the logistics of how this all um, runs and... Foresee, foresee anything that could be an impediment on my uh, my investment. Well, indeed. Of course. Um, do you have safeguards in place for, let's say, should you be incapacitated and unable to manage the day-to-day operations of the uh, the automatons? Do you have a, pl- a backup of sort of what what happens if 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 you're not around to be in charge of of, of their 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 duties? Oh, the automata can quite simply organise themselves at this point. Really, the humans are just here to sort of bask in the glory of it all, and I'm simply here as a, a facilitator to help interact with any uh, any people that happen to wander into our glorious city of steam. Oh, lovely, lovely. Um, look, I, I feel that, um, I'm probably best suited to having another wander around the city. I just want to really get a sense for, um, how I can pitch this to the other the other board members just so that I can sort of justify why I, th- I think it's a good investment. I think it would help for me to just get a good lay of the land. Um, Bloody red tape, eh? Oh, I know, I know. I have to be able to sort of paint them the picture of everything. Um, do you mind if I come back to you um, perhaps um, later in today or, or at some point tomorrow to hash out, hash out the details once I've 
check that everything's oh, all good Oh, indeed. With them. Please come back any time. And he hands you a, a business card. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. I will let them. I will let them know that uh, that, that I've been given the all clear to just sort of pop on by. Can I have someone uh, drop you off somewhere? Or oh, if you could drop me off. You know, somewhere in the vicinity of where you picked me up. Not too close, obviously. Don't want the ruffians seeing. Oh, but, uh, somewhere nearby. No, no problem at all. I shall ensure a, a cart is uh, uh, at your disposal. And uh, the uh, a a business businessman opens the door and and holds it for you. Uh, and the second that Bramara Brum- is like out the other end and out that cart and it's gone off, she's just going to breathe a huge sigh of relief and just dematerialize all the fanciness and. Are you tipping anyone this end, or...? No, I was only doing it because he was visibly watching and I wanted to... And are you doing this while the businessmen are still there, or waiting until they've left? Oh, waiting until they've left to have my big... Okay, got you, got you, got you. Okay, the party's back together, and nothing bad happened. Nothing bad happened. Um, Bromart... Bromara will uh, apologise to any of the uh, the the people from the 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 coal producing uh, humans. I'd be like, yeah, I'm I'm very sorry for the fancy act I was doing over there. I I I swear I was there to get information to try and find out how we can fuck his shit up, zap him with lightning and whatnot. Well, your no your business is no business of mine, but uh, I suppose anything that did cause a problem for them might be. Uh... Might be good for us. And at that moment, there's like a like the whistle of the factory. Just... <laughs> and then it echoes all across the city. Oh. Like all the factories are kicking out at once. Yeah. And there's like a... The whole ground is shaking. Oh. The whole ground is shaking and there is a rhythmic thump, 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 oh. thump, 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 thump. And the mill owner sort of grabs you all and pulls you onto the onto the pavement. Yeah. And from every factory, huge double doors swinging open. There are just warforged, just so many warforged, just marching in file, in rank and file, up towards the top of the hill, just in just ranks and ranks and ranks of them. Some of them painted in different colours. You you're spotting like two different colour schemes, but that's it. Yeah. And they just march past you and away to the north. Uh, as soon as this is sort of past enough to continue a conversation, Romara will point out to the uh, the people from the the the, the mill, the, the, the nice ones, um, if it helps, if you'd be on board for helping if and when the time comes, I do now have the ability to just walk through straight in the front door. Pretty unopposed to their uh, their big old building with their fancy posh twat inside. Well, if you've a plan, I mean, not yet, but I have I have the green light to just walk in the door uncontested by the Modron, which might well be helpful if we were to storming of the Bastille. Uh, att- just I don't understand the, pl- the reference, but I'm I'm sure storm it's the, very re- relevant. Storm the castle, In, indeed. Uh, well, it's it's getting late. Would you uh, do you have somewhere to be other than the back of our cart? It's probably not particularly safe to no. have something quite so scruffy out on the streets here. And he has people open the big double doors at the side of the factory, and you are oh. offered to 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 come in for the night. Oh, thank you. You're most welcome. Tea's on. Oh, thank you, fella. So, uh, then they're warforged. What's that Aye. about? What they for? The war. They have been warforged. For, for the for the war. There's always been a war. Now, uh, 
I'm sure you're, you're quite good with your people, and as a result, you may have picked up that I am not the smartest man you're ever going to meet. What war? The war between Galbernia and Gorland been going on for millennia. As long as the two cities have existed, they've been at war, and they buy Warforged from Lankingham. Of course, the industry wasn't always Warforged. We did, we ourselves make textiles, but there's been, you know, various manufactured goods of all types. And slowly, as in in the last couple of years, the demand for Warforged has been getting bigger and bigger. Hmm. It is the age of the new steam. Yeah, so if we're staying here for the night, Dusty is going to learn from previous mistakes about letting Aurora get bored in the night. <laughs> and he's going to find her somewhere nice to do a heckin' stretch of her wings, and then provide her with a small pile of gears and building bricks and just general shit to entertain herself oh. and nest with. Also, you should talk to your plant that got a really bad attitude. You should, you should chat to your plant. Oh. You've ignored the plant for a while since it got all uh, bougie. Yeah, I mean, this is this is the right place for this plant to be, I think. <laughs> See some some people doing some proper work. Yeah. <laughs> Are you um, going to give your plant a lecture about working class life? <laughs> the children who work at the mill are absolutely delighted by Aurora, Aww. and to a lesser degree Puff, but Puff is having fucking none of it. <laughs> Puff, Puff is there like. Mm, yeah. Puff is like the older teenager who's been asked to look after the younger kids, like the sort of eight and nine-year-olds, and it's just like, oh, God, why? Uh, like my apothecary courtship. I'll, I'll play some rock music at you. Do you like rock music? I'll play you rock music. The the, the children are enchant, enchanted by uh, all of the emo bands that Puff is introducing them to. Uh, this, this is their awakening to, to angry music. Maybe they'll start a punk band and rebel against the government. Oh, heck. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Yeah. Okay, so with the children playing with various dragons... And a plant being taken on a tour of a working mill. Yeah, well, it's... I mean, it's closed for the night, but yeah. It is still just about a working mill. And you, you're each handed a bowl of very potatoey soup. It's very thick. Sticks to your bones. Um, yeah, and you can all have a nice long rest. Oh, hey. that's good, because I used up all of my electric in one fight. I'm going to need some more, I think. Well, then, we shall see you again sometime. Thank you very much for joining us. I have been the mistress of this dungeon. I am Jane Eris Magnet. I can be found on Twitter and YouTube as Maniac Janiac. I'm on SoundCloud as Jane Eris Magnet, where you might be listening to this now. I'm also on StoneMonkeyRadio.blog, where I write things. Twitch.tv slash Janiac, where I stream on Tuesday and Thursday nights. Janiac.redbubble.com, where you can get one of my fantastic t-shirts. And Patreon.com slash StonedMonkeyRadio. As little as a dollar a month would be super helpful. Hi, this is Nick, and you can find me on Twitter, Twitch, and stream at the Nick Flair. And if you'd like to read um, some media analysis and self-reflections that I'm writing, uh, you can follow my blog at storieswithnick.blog. I'm Laura. You can find me at Laura K. Buzz everywhere on the internet. Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Patreon. That's the one that pays the bills. LauraKBuzz.com. Uh, I do a series on YouTube every Friday called Accessibility, where I talk about video game industry accessibility and representation. I've got a bunch of books. There's Uncomfortable Labels, which is out now. It's about being gay and trans. 
There is Things I Learned from Mario's Bart, which is coming out on February 4th. It's an illustrated, silly and serious coffee table book of video game character butt reviews. And there's Gender Euphoria, which is an anthology of non non cisgender people's stories of euphoric moments they had in regard to their gender, which is gonna be out at some point in the future when it's when it's written. There's also podcasts. There's Pixel Squirt, which is a video game pornography discussion podcast with Mari and Stacey from Geek Remix. Uh, there's Dice Funk, which is a another D and D podcast. I'm on seasons three, four, five, six, and season seven. Uh, they're all self-contained seasons. And there's Podquisition, where we talk about whether your favourite video games are great or perfect. I'm Becky. I can be found as at Becky20 on Twitter. The last series that we recorded, Badly Designated Heroes, can be found under Curiosity Epidemic on SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. And we'll see you again sometime. Oh, bye. 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 bye.